Orale, bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFP podcast. This is Jorge Martin and NFL Insider Series Familia. It is it is just happening. It is just happening. It is just happening. Our our invitados are coming back from last year. This is one of our one, another one from last year who is just so spot on. Um, but we're going to get into a little bit of last year and this year. So make sure number one, you're following us on YouTube. Give us a like and subscribe, por favor, por favor. We're getting really close to 100 subscribers on YouTube. That's going to be a huge help to us, por favor. Also, we are a proud member of the Fantasy Points Media Group, Familia. It's They are in the middle of 32 days, 32 articles, 32 podcasts. The content is just coming out of the, I mean, just coming out. I, it's out of this world, Familia. I mean, we got Graham Barfield's pace and tendencies, Scott Barrett's strength of schedule, John Hansen, the guru himself, with so many final points. Joe Dolan, his insight is great. He's doing a similar beat writer series. I mean, and Wes Huber, Tom Brawley. I mean, it, it's just the the content that's coming out. I use it all the time because to make my content better for you. So to get you ready for your fantasy leagues, make sure when you get it, when you go to fantasypoints.com, put in the promo code familia22. If you want to do it in Spanish, do familia22, get you 10% off of your subscription. So por favor, make sure you're giving that, taking advantage of that uh, promo code. And familia, as I said, this is, uh, you know, the the uh, the invitados have just been keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back. And it's just been awesome to reconnect with people. This is someone who uh, I remember last year, we uh, listening back to it. He had great predictions, then injuries took over and you know, that's, that's what happened. So we're hoping for better injury luck because I want to make sure I, I, this is a team, the Baltimore Ravens, that just is always a very important one for fantasy. And you know what, one of the guys who has some of the best information, the best coverage for not only the Ravens, but also the Baltimore Orioles, uh, as of this writing, one of the hottest team, as of this air, air recording, one of the hottest teams in baseball, Todd Karpovic, I am telling you, He's at SI.com. Make sure you follow his work. He's gonna he's in, gonna be in training camp. Somehow he's gonna be pulling double duty at some at some point. But uh, I, I tell you, he's not he's not gonna sleep. He's also the, the managing editor and, uh, and lead and lead content guy at Raven Country Familia. Let me welcome in our invitado, Todd. Bienvenidos. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jorge. Appreciate it. Oh, it, it's uh, so. You know, we we I, I kind of hinted at it right that well more than hinted at it last year. I mean, we were talking so much about the fact that these that this is a team that we were excited about for fantasy, and then you had the, the backfield just got decimated by uh, ACL injuries during training camp. Then the defensive backfield, which was expected to be a, a, a strength of the team, was just also destroyed by injuries and IR. Lamar Jackson this time. How much? Uh, it is Raven country speaking, speaking of the fan base and the organization, just looking to turn the page and just, you know, wishing for better health this year. Yeah. You got to remember, even with uh, losing both starting running backs in training camp, losing Marcus Peters, your starting cornerback, your lockdown cornerback, the Ravens are still eight and eight and three. They've number one seed in the AFC playoffs quarter way through the season, you know? So they, they were still playing well and they just, they faded down the stretch. Um, they're looking for a bounce back year and the Ravens, um, John Harbaugh has, Totally overhauled the way they do practice, overhauled the way they do training camp to keep these injuries from happening. They're going to do more stretching, more fitness. They're not practicing with another, even though they're going to Arizona 
to play them in the Cardinals in a preseason game. They're not practicing with them because they don't want to take any chance of injuries. So, yeah, the Ravens are very cognizant, very determined not to have these type of injuries. And if they stay healthy, this team has the depth and talent to make a deep playoff run again. I mean, this is a very talented team, and it starts with Lamar Jackson. And, you know, and like you said, he missed five games last year, the last four with an ankle injury, and the Ravens went, well, I think they went one and four with him out. You know, so and they went eight and three with him in, four, eight and five with him in. Um, so yeah, he everything start everything begins and ends with Lamar. So Lamar has to stay healthy, and of course we have this contract issue hanging over him. He's playing on an option, you know. So uh, we don't know. He was, you know, we were we asked him if he was going to hold out a training camp, and he was sort of non-committal. You know, um, I don't think he will. You know, who knows though? But um, he'll be ready for the season. So yeah, everything the Ravens will will go as far as Lamar Jackson takes. And and speaking of which, he's a player who uh, he he missed as you mentioned he missed five games last year. Uh, he still was the the quarterback fifteen. Uh, still, I mean, he was on pace to rush for a thousand yards again, and uh, I mean, still still have a big season. He was throwing a lot more. The Ravens the Ravens as a team threw a lot more. It seemed like it was as a result of the uh, because they were playing catch up with the with the defensive backfield so decimated. But this was still also the number five quarterback in fantasy points per game at over 21 points a game. So, uh, you know, when we're looking at him, he's still in the prime. You mentioned something off air that he's, that, that he's bulked up a little bit. What, what was the uh, thought process behind Did he express kind of like the, the goal behind that? And also kind of like, can we look at his projection as far as, I mean, this is still going to be a running team, but do you think they're going to continue to pass at the high level that they did last year? Cause I think it was around 30 times a game. Yeah. Lamar went from 208, 210 pounds to 220. Um, he said he just wanted to see how, how it was going to be playing with his extra muscle. I do think that he added this muscle to absorb some of the hits he takes as he gets older. You know, he wants to be able to, his body wants to be able to absorb some of the hits he takes. Um, Lamar's a dual threat. You know, he's, he's, he's going to run. He's going to, I think he can have close to a thousand yards rushing again. Um, I think he'd have 3,000 yards passing um, the way it goes. He still has Mark Andrews at tight end. Now the Ravens do have a young group of wide receivers who are unproven. Um, but Rashad Bateman, the first round pick, has a huge upside. He missed the first half of last year with a with groin surgery, but he came back. He was their best receiver. Um, they did trade Hollywood Brown to the Cardinals. He was a thousand yard receiver last year, even without Lamar Jackson missing five games. So they might miss him. But I think a guy, you know, James Prochet, a guy who hasn't played much in the last two years, is going to move into that slot position. Devin Duvernay, another guy who is a sort of burner and get downfield, can also have a big season. So yeah, the Ravens aren't going to go out. They're not getting. They're not going to go out and get a better wide receiver. Receiver, it doesn't look like because they sort of got burned with Sammy Watkins last year. Even though Sammy did have some clutch catches, he just sort of disappeared late in the year. Um, the Ravens are going to go with this young group, and you got to watch them because these guys have a huge upside. These guys are they want to they work hard in practice, they have a good attitude, they have a good rapport, um, and they got some talent. So we'll see how that works out. And of course, you got Mark Andrews, who's the best uh, among the best tight ends in the NFL. You know, he's another guy who can have another, another year of a thousand yards receiving. He's Lamar Jackson's favorite target. Um, they have drafted two tight ends who could make the roster. Isaiah Likely, another guy close to Carolina, he especially stood out at the, the, at the mandatory mini camp, the voluntary camp, because he could play like a wide receiver. He can get downfield. So the Ravens do have some weapons on offense. They'll be more balanced. But I do think you're going to see them go back to that, that sort of that 2019 offense where they're going to um, – they're going to try to punish teams on the ground. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to grind out. They got a big offensive line. They overhauled the game with Morgan Moses. They brought in um, and Tyler Lindenbaum. They drafted. They have a big, 
physical mauling offensive line. So they're going to try to attack teams on the ground, and Lamar is going to, you know, he'll take his chances to strike downfield when he gets the chance. But, um, yeah, this will be a different type of offense. If everyone stays healthy, I think it would be very good. So when he passes it, uh, are, are we looking at more uh, he being Lamar? Who else? <laughs> uh, but when he passes it, are we going to be looking at a lot of the, you know, kind of the inter short to intermediate routes with the occasional deep shots? You, you mentioned that you, we no longer have the deep threat of Hollywood Brown. But uh, is there I mean, do we is it more of the shorter and intermediate, but very, very rare deep shots? I think the Rams are trying to get away from that, that intermediate pass. They, they want to be more. They know they have to be more explosive. They know they have to throw the ball outfield. Um, so I do think they're going to take more shots. I think Devin Devin, Devin Duvernay and Bateman on the outside uh, can can get downfield, can get behind the secondary. Um, they both have good hands. They both have good uh, good instincts. They fight for balls. Um, so yeah, I think the Rams are going to try to be more explosive this year, throwing the ball downfield. So it's going to be a neat uh, juxtaposition of running the ball and throwing the ball downfield. And then of course they got the tight ends in the middle of the field. They get the intermediate. And then the slot, James Prochain, Tyler Wallace, a fourth round pick two years ago, who could play a bigger role. Um, but um, you know, they got a lot of young wide receivers, unproven, but with a high end, uh, high upside. Um, and still, I mean, let's talk about the running game. The running game starts with number eight. I mean, this is a guy who's rushed for over twelve hundred yards in a season. The only run, the only quarterback to rush for over a thousand yards. Is it? It does. I mean, how much of it starts with him, and then? And then if we can get kind of like a health update on J.K. Dobbins, who people have been talking about, I know I know there's been some speculation that, you know, his injury was more serious than the one that Gus Edwards had, which could, you know, either limit him or even sideline him at the start of the season. Can you kind of give me how the the rush the rushing attempts will be kind of broken up between the, I, I'd say those three? Um, yeah. Lamar doesn't will have as many design runs. Um but he'll be a guy who's – he gets out of the pocket. He sees grass in front of him. He's going to go. You know what I mean? That's the way he plays. That's going to be his game. Um, J.K. Dobbins, you're correct. You know, he did – that was a big-time injury. Um, and, you know, he's still – he was out there during mandatory minicamp catching the jug machine on the sideline. He'll start training camp on a PUP list. Um, so will Gus Edwards, another guy who uh, blew his knee out training camp. Another, another, one of the best one-two punches in football at running back. Both of them are hurt. Um, Gus Edwards should be fully healthy. He's a guy – who suddenly, you know, he can catch a ball out of the backfield. Um, the guy to watch, the guy to watch is a six-round pick, rookie six-round pick, Tyler Beatty uh, from Missouri. He's a guy who has really, really flashed in the offseason workouts. Reminds me a lot of Ray Rice. Um, Ray can catch the ball in the backfield. His shiftiness, he's fast. Um, he finds the hole. He's the north-south runner. Um, very, very good. So he, he, he's my wild card on, for the Ravens running attack. Tyler Beatty had a big year. He makes the roster. And, I, and the thing is, I think he will make the roster because they, if they put him on a practice squad, somebody's going to grab him. Yeah, and, and and it's one of those things. I mean, this is a team that really uses its running backs, and you're and you're right. I mean, there was some, there was a little bit of intrigue about Tyler Beatty after the draft. Uh, you know, he seems to be one of those guys that, for fantasy, you want to grab at the end of at, at the end of picks. Um, but uh, you know, Dobbins and Edwards are so important to this. They're not going to rush them back, right? They're no. they're going to make sure that these guys are you're back. Dobbins have a big second half of the season, not so much the first. Okay. And how about it? And, and, but is Edwards more training toward being ready at the beginning? I think so. Uh, but I think they're going to start the, both of them start the PUP list. The also is also Mike Davis, former Falcon, who's a big oh, yes. running back who, who can barrel over guys. Um, yeah. So you're going to see it's going to be uh, the way the season starts. You're not going to see a whole lot of Edwards and Dominic, I don't think, until about week seven, week eight. And then 
you're going to see a bunch of downhill. So, you know, if you pick those guys up late, fancy, that could be very beneficial. Oh, and that's, and, and, you know, that's when the week seven, week after week seven, week eight, that's when, you know, we see the weather start to turn the weather, the, it gets colder and uh, that's when running games really start to, yes. you know, the frozen tundra, <laughs> the four horsemen start coming out. And uh, this is definitely one. So this could be very much, uh, you mentioned 2019. I mean, the, the uh, very much a you know, one of the leading running rushing teams in the NFL. Best, best, best in history in NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one, Emula. The receivers you you talked about Rashad Bateman. Uh, it's a big season for him. Last year injuries kind of kind of slowed him down. But is there anything standing in the way of this guy getting somewhere between eight and ten targets on a weekly basis, health permitting? None at all. No, he, and Lamar, he and Lamar Jackson worked out in the offseason together. Um, he became a favorite target of Lamar Jackson. He has good hands. You know, he, he catches the ball, and he has good yak. Um, so he's a guy who is a prime target. He, he's, he's Lamar Jackson's first read. You know, he's going to get a lock. You're like you say, he's going to get 10, 12 targets a game. You know, probably catch eight or nine of them the way he plays. Um, so, yeah, he has to stay healthy. But, yeah, Bateman's, Bateman's going to have a breakout year. He can be another guy you grab late and fancy. He can put up some big numbers for you. Plus, he's also very good in the red zone. And you mentioned the red zone. The uh, the king of the red zone for this team has been Mark Andrews. And, yeah. and you mentioned one. I mean, th this guy was the tight end one last year. A lot of people were picking him, picking him. You know, tight end one, tight end two this year. Travis Kelsey is expect also expected to have a big year. Uh, you know, because of the loss of of uh, Marquise Brown. I mean, can we see any? Di I don't. I don't think there's any difference in the amount of targets that we're expecting to see out of out, out of Mark Andrews. The number, the numbers. I mean, he's another guy who could be eight to ten targets a game as well. Correct? They could even be more. The way with the way the way uh, with Marquise Brown going, the way Mar way Mark Andrews gets open, um, the way he plays. You know, he's he's a guy that Lamar. He says he's either first read or second read every play, you know, because he's a guy against the ball. He can definitely has yak. You know, you said it's very, very good in the red zone. Lamar's very good in the red zone. The Ravens, Ravens are a dangerous team in the red zone because Lamar can scramble, he can throw, he can hand off, he can run the read option. He has so many wet Pat Ricard, the fullback, another guy uh, who who could do some damage in the red zone with his blocking and be able to catch the ball. But yeah, Mark Andrews, I look for Mark Andrews to have another huge year if he stays healthy. I think close to another, another, year, another thousand yards receiving. Yeah, just a beast, just a beast, and a great and a great story itself. I mean, just uh, phenomenal the way he's been, been able to. Incredible. Now, you you talked about some of the other receivers. I mean, they're more complimentary kind of guys to kind of keep an eye on, maybe pick up on the waiver wire if they start to if they start to uh, come up. And when I say the other guys, the wide receivers. Yeah, Devin Duvernay is a guy you should could look at. Um, he's a, he's number two, I think, this year. Um, mm -hmm. He's a guy of speed. He was all pro. He made the Pro Bowl last year as a special teamers returner. He's not going to do that as much this year because um, they want to probably they probably won't do as much this year because they want to play a bigger role in the offense. Um, so yeah, look for Devin Duvernay to make they make some they makes do some do some make some noise make some noise. Um, uh, Tom Wallace, another guy, you know, we want to see what he does. James Prochet is another guy who could catch some balls. Um, I don't know, put up huge numbers, but he'll be a guy who who gets in the, he'll be in the lineup and he'll make some plays. All right. Um... You you, talk, you you hinted at this one a little bit too. I love it. I love it. You're answering my question. You start to answer my questions before I even ask them. The offensive line, such an important part. Ronnie Stanley is such an anchor when he's healthy. Hasn't you know battled some injuries the last couple of years. This offensive line, how is it shaping up this year to kind of open those holes for the for the running game and to you know build a wall in front of Lamar Jackson? 
the Ravens went out and they, they signed Morgan Moses, uh, who played right, he'll start right tackle. They drafted Todd Linderbaum, he'll start at center, um, which means they, they have some depth at, at tackle. You know, they got Pat McCurry can play, um, Juwan James, another guy who's injured, um, who um, could come back and play. They, they drafted uh, Daniel Filio from Minnesota. He's a, Huge body, 6'10", 300 pounds. Um, so the Ravens have some mullers. Um, Ryan Stanley, the hope is that, you know, he's missed most of the last, past two seasons. The hope is that he's healthy. He can play a spot at left tackle. Um, if he can't, the Ravens have some depth there. But, again, yeah, the Ravens have depth all around the offensive line. They're going to be aggressive, and they're going to be physical. Um, yeah, this is going to be a, it's gonna be a team that's going to try to maul teams, try to, um, you know, beat up their their fellows on the defensive line. Um, Linderbaum looked good in training camp. You know, he's a very good uh, – you know, he snapped the ball cleanly. Um, he did a good job with Lamar. They seem to have a good, uh, good, uh, good, good rapport already. He's also a wrestler, so he knows how to use technique. He's very good. He knows how to push guys downfield. Um, Morgan Moses is a guy who's very, very. Um, He's durable. You know, he's, he's missed very few games throughout his career. Um, Kevin Zeitler, right guard, he played every snap last year. Solid, solid guy. Um, left guard, um, you got Tyree Phillips and Ben Powers, two other big guys who will compete for the starting job there. But, again, they have depth. Yeah, so the offensive line, they have some depth. They can absorb some injuries. But, again, you know, they can't take – you know, they can't have too many of them, you know. I hear you. Yeah, can't can't have too many of them. Yeah, and, and... – one 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 side of the ball that they had way too many injuries on was in the defensive secondary. I mean, this was a team that I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I was targeting every time I had a, a quarterback, wide receiver that was going that was going up against them. I was just, you know what? I'm playing them this week. I'm playing them this week. I wish I had thirty second against the pass. Why wouldn't you? And, and it was so kind of the health outlook for that for that side. I want to, I want to ask about the the defense uh, about defense against the pass first. How is the health and maybe just the, the offseason acquisitions looking to shore that up, maybe try and get that more toward the middle cuz this is definitely traditionally a team under Jim, John Harbaugh that has been built on defense. Yeah, Mo Humphrey uh, uh both starting cornerbacks of the season had injuries last year. Um Marcus Peters in training camp um, uh, well, Humphrey against the Steelers. Um, so both their starting quarterbacks are out. Um, and so, uh, Marlon Humphrey did practice offseason, offseason work, voluntary workouts and mandatory minicamp. He was ready. He's ready to go. He had a torn pec. Um, seems to be healed. Um, Marcus Peters had a knee injury. He has not practiced. So he may start on the PUP, but the expectation is he'll be ready. Um, Ravens drafted the stud safety, Kyle Hamilton, who has uh, flashed. Throughout the voluntary camps, mandatory mini camps, he's going to start. He can wear the green dot, you know, relaying the um, defensive plays to the rest of the team. He and he's a guy, and they also got uh, Marcus Williams, another solid ball hawk safety. So they upgraded the secondary very, very much. Um, they have some ball hawks back there. There's guys who can hit. Um, they got Chuck Clark for depth. Um, very deep at safety. The problem is. They don't have much behind the cornerbacks as far as depth goes. They'll have they'll have two rookies they drafted in the fourth round this year who are, who are going to be the, the mostly, you know, they'll be the main guys providing depth. But they really can't afford to have Humphrey or Peters get hurt again because uh, it's going to be tough. And again, you know, the biggest the biggest question marks around the Ravens is the pass rush. They don't have a they don't really have a guy who could have ten sacks, and that that's that could hurt them because you know you give quarterbacks time. Quarterback like Joe Burrow or Tom Brady who's on the schedule this year. He could pick them apart. Yeah, so that that's really going to be a challenge. You know, I think um, the Ravens are going to have to put up, um, you know, 
27, 25, 30 points a game to be competitive because I'm really worried about this. Um, they have a talented defense, but I don't think they have that. They don't have that guy who's going to get 10 sacks, and they, that, that secondary needs to stay healthy because they really can't afford injuries there because they don't have a whole lot of depth. Uh, how about a, how are they shaping up against the run this year? Oh, the run! They, 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 Justin Matabuke should take the next step um, in his, his career. He's a guy. He's the guy to watch. He, uh, he gets a material pass rush, good against the run. They signed Michael Pierce because Brandon Williams uh, retired. Uh, Rams are always good against the run. Uh, teams are not. Teams are not going to run against the Ravens. They, they tackle. They, they generally tackle well. They're big up front. Um, the, the question is, can they? Can they? Can they? Can they stop these big time pass, this, this passers? Because they face a lot of good quarterbacks, a lot of good receivers, and it's going to be a. It's going to be a challenge. You know, Jamar Chase burned them last year. You know, Joe Burrow threw for 900 yards over two games against them. You know, um, you know they got Josh Allen on the schedule this year. You know, they got they they avoid the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, but they, like I said, they got Tom Brady, you know, so they face a lot of good quarterbacks and they're going to be challenged to, uh, to, to, uh, to, to make some big plays here. Oh, Todd, this is awesome. Awesome. You just, you, you gave me the whole breakdown in just a little more than 20 minutes. So mi amigo, this was, this was incredible. I, I, I talked about it at the beginning. You're splitting, you're going to be splitting time between the Ravens and the Orioles over these coming months. Uh, but seeing the Orioles playing better of late, how much, <laughs> How much easier is it to cover them? Uh, I tell you, um, they had uh, twenty-nine thousand people on on Friday, thirty-four thousand on Saturday. I think they had twenty-five yesterday. So the fans are buying it. Fans are on the bandwagon. Um, they're an exciting young team. Um, the key for the Orioles now is the, the, the core of the, the core of the team now are guys who are homegrown. So they came through the minor leagues together. They came through Double A Bowie. They came through Triple A Norfolk together. So they all know each other. They've been with each other for a while. So the clubhouse is very, very strong. A lot of good chemistry there. They all know each other. They're all pulling for each other. Um, they got a great – the top of the line is very, very dangerous um, as long as they stay healthy. And the, the pitches have been lights out. I mean, the, the bullpen is they, – they're all – they're all un, I know they're all guys who throw away from other teams or guys they picked up off the waiver wire, all five guys. They're, they're really, the bullpen was, was stitched together, and it's one of the best in baseball. And the, the starting rotation is pitching well. Yeah, so this is a fun team to watch. They're exciting. They're young. They're fast. They play good defense. Um, yeah, I, I don't I mean the, the Orioles aren't going to win the World Series this year. They may not even go to the playoffs. But that, the foundation is in place to have some long-term success here over the next couple of years. And at least challenge the Yankees are running away with the division this year, and I don't think it's going to change. But they, they could challenge the Yankees, Red Sox, and Rays in the coming, and Blue Jays in the coming years. That's incredible. That's incredible. Lo love to see that. Love to see the teams that, you know, after they executed rebuild, that they could be good for a sustained period of yeah, time. Hopefully, class, it's classic teams have been around for a while. Orioles are a traditional MLB franchise. It's good for the game when, when the Orioles are good. Yes. Yeah. The game is better. The game is better when the Oriole way is, uh, is well used. Uh, last year you gave me such a great rundown on the fish taco scene in, uh, Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Any other, uh, new discoveries? Uh, cause it seems like you were talking about, like you have Mexican, you were, you're able to find great Mexican food on a regular basis. Any, any new discoveries that you've had? There's a place called Pappy's just opened up. Uh, it's, it's like a mile from my house. Um, I have like three taco places on my by my house. A mile. And we have food trucks on Wednesday. So it's pretty good. It's not as good as California or Texas, but it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good uh, pretty good uh, Latino Mexican food in, in Maryland. Because um, we have a pretty good population here of, you know, of, you know Mexican cooks and, and Latino cooks. So it's a good culture here. 
Oh yeah, I had I had some family that lived in Baltimore for a little while, and they were actually they told me that surprisingly they were able to find authentic authentic Mexican food, and this was about twenty years ago, and now yeah. it, it's yeah. oh fantastic, fantastic, Todd. This has been this this has been wonderful. I mean, you just you, you, I, you know been wanting to have these be twenty to thirty minutes, and and we're right there. I want to make I want to give you the floor a little bit. What have you got coming up uh, that uh, get ready for training camp and uh, you know for the coming season? Yeah, I'll be out there for training camp. I'm doing uh, you know my daily analysis, play of the day, player of the day. You know who did well, who did bad. Just um, stuff you can't get if you're not there, and stuff to get there at training camp. And then uh, we're rolling under the season. I think the Ravens are going to have a good year. Um, I think they stay healthy. I think they're a playoff team if they stay healthy. It's going to be fun. And uh, I you know I write three, four stories a day. So here you come to my my, my uh, si.com forward slash Ravens for all the coverage. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. He's, he's good. He's a go-to guy. He's a go-to. That's why we, that's why I came back. That's why I came back for seconds this year. Uh, Todd, mi amigo, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you so much. Un millón de gracias. Esto fue un gran placer. And uh, familia, eso es todo for our show. Again, uh, please make sure you're going to fantasypoints.com and getting that, putting in that promo code familia22, get 10% off. Again, it's familia22. Also, Make sure I'm going to pushing out all of the content. This NFL Insider Series, you know, we're past the halfway point right now. We're getting closer to training camp. I'm hoping to have these all done by the er by the early days of the beginning of training camp, so that we have the entire month of August to really, really break down and get you ready for your redraft leagues. Everybody in best ball, you're going crazy. But uh, Jorge Martin 17 on Twitter and all and familiaffb.com. I've got the original content. I'm going to have articles coming out. I'm going to have. Uh, you know, more, more videos, more NFL insider videos and more and just so much content coming up, get you ready for your leagues and go to Familia FFB on Instagram and Facebook. Well, Travis, Todd, thank you. Thank and you. Every, and everybody remember, todos somos familia. Salud. <laughs>